Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready to get excited. Behind the Velvet Rope is a Bravo-themed podcast where host David Yontef interviews housewives, Bravo celebrities, and other reality TV talent. Now, if there's one thing he knows about, it's housewives. Some of his recent guests have included my friend Sutton Strack, Jill Zarian, Captain Sandy, and the list goes on. David has such a relaxed interview style that it makes you feel at ease. But let me tell you, if there's a story to get to the bottom of, he will go there. Just when you think there is a question he may not ask, oh, he's going to ask it. And best of all, a new show drops every weekday, Monday through Friday. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe today to Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts, Acast, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found and get ready to have all your Housewives Bravo and reality TV dreams come true. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I'm going to bed with actress, TV, and radio host, the love of Donnie Wahlberg, the legendary Jenny McCarthy, Hey, Jenny. Hi, ladies. And the other person I'm going to bed with is a mom, wife, certified love coach, and my fam, Cassandra Henriquez. (laughs) Hi, girl. (laughs) Hey, beautiful. What is your drink of choice? I'm drinking rosé. It's always blondies for me. (laughs) I thought I'd sip some tea today, so I have a raspberry zinger going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are going to jump right in. Jenny, Donnie just gave you a big surprise. He surprised you with a virtual vow renewal. Aw. How romantic is that? He is the most romantic person I've ever met, read about in fairy tales, seen in movies. Like, he is no doubt blessed with that gift of being romantic. We, we renew our vows every year. It's been six wow. years. What? That's incredible. Do you think when a guy is romantic, is that taught by his mother? I think you're born with it. You're born with I it. I think it's a personality trait because mm-hmm. I'm the dude in the relationship. <laughs> I'll be like, here's a hundred bucks, buy yourself something pretty. Because <laughs> I just, I don't have those mechanics to... Be so thoughtful, and he's mm-hmm. constantly doing that thoughtful thing. But that's where the balance comes in, you know. Right, it might right, be exactly. good somewhere it's all else. All about a balance, so. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cassandra, is Andy uh, romantic? Uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. It feels 
like to me he's always planning trips. Well, well that has been taught, okay? My okay. love language is a vacation, okay? <laughs> Literally, we just spent two months out of quarantine by the beach, okay? So he knows, you know, mama's extra happy when she's on vacation. So yes, he is always planning trips. You know what? Let me take it back. He did do a flash mob proposal, you know, in front of oh, 200 right. people with the dancing and all that. That was pretty no amazing. Wait, did he learn the dance? No, child. No, no, no. After <laughs> <laughs> after the dance was over, he said, you thought you were here to help me out when I was speaking, but really, oh. you're the woman of my dreams, blah, 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 blah. That's it was so beautiful. Sweet. interesting that you say that. We spoke on The Real about should proposals be public? Mm. Because how do you know the girl is going to say yes? Mm -hmm. And what if the girl says yes in front of everybody, but then when you guys are alone, she's like, you know, we're not ready. We really oh, don't need to do this. Like, well, how do you handle that? If you don't know you're going to get a yes, then you shouldn't be proposing. Exactly. That's right. That's Most what I men pre-ask. I've realized do. that. Most men pre-ask. So if I was to ask, what would yes, the answer and be? And you need to do that. Don't, don't, you know, don't make a fool of me because totally. then we're the bitches because we said no. And right? you have to drop a lot of hints as to how you might want it. You know, like there's <laughs> plenty of stories out there of going like, oh, the, my friend, this, their engagement was so cute or that was embarrassing right? or boring. I used to know a girl who, this is not about proposing, but she loves gifts from her husband and he mm. used to always buy her things that were terrible. Oh, so yeah. she started getting magazines, ripping out the things she Smart. liked and she put it in a drawer. So whenever he wanted to buy her something, he Smart. would just go through the tear sheets in the drawer. That's and, smart. And she'd be like, oh my God, I love it. Surprise. <laughs> That's that's really smart. I mean, Isn't that, I, I don't right? we all drop little hints? It's that yes. though your partner to remember. Yeah, exactly. My wedding ring, right? I was like, I Gorgeous. don't like circles or squares, just to let you know. <laughs> Did you give a carrot, Jenny? Like in terms of how many carrots you want? No, not at all. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that either. No, I just I was just happy if he wanted to marry me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you lucked out. You both lucked out. Mm -hmm. You really did. Yeah, yeah, I have to man. ask you, do you sometimes feel like you guys annoy people because you're so happy and in love and yes. all that crap? <laughs> I, yes. You probably have to ask people because I have no you're freaking right. idea. But to me, there's not enough examples of people yes. that are showing love, yes. you know? And yes. I remember when Donnie and I got together because we merged our families and our kids, mm -hmm. we were like, do we show affection in front of the kids because we don't want to piss them off? Because let's face it, every kid wants mom and dad to get back together. Right. That's right. And so the therapist said, you have to model what a healthy, loving relationship looks like. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it was the best advice. So Amen. we just, we use that for the rest of the world. We're like, and it's great to see. What I realized is that people mm -hmm. yearn for it, right? So anytime I post about my family on social media or anything, it's like they love it. They reach out and say, oh my gosh, I love your child. I love your husband. I love mm -hmm. you. Just the dynamics. So I agree with you, Jenny. Like, they love it. Because we see Ratchet all day. Oh, That's my right. goodness. We see Ratchet There's all day. There's no so short. It's nice to see <laughs> right, no a short. couple lasting and loving. Speaking of which, though, I heard there's, instead of a lunch break, there's now sex breaks. Ooh. So with COVID, you know, families are together a lot. Lot. And, um, you know, you can have a little afternoon delight, if yes, you will. Yes, honey. So I remember we were going down to the beach and I asked Andy to help me with my sunblock real quick in the bathroom. You know, Ava was out there watching a cartoon. You know, you got to get it in when you can. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I think it depends on how old your kids are. Yeah. You know, because if 
they're a certain age that are constantly mom, 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 mom. There's no such thing unless they're down for a nap. Right. right. You know, we've got older teenagers, so we can kind of hide a little bit. Right. Have they ever caught you? Uh oh. <laughs> that, the that's a yes. That's a yes. <laughs> what happened, Jenny? Oh, no. Do tell. I cannot even get to this story because okay. my son will never let me live it down. But okay. he was very young, but mm-hmm. he had walked in the room and I did one of those like, I feel like somebody's watching. Oh, no. Like a ghost. Oh, no. Yeah. And then I do one of those like, no, <laughs> get out of the room. Um, but he was young enough where it hasn't burned in right, his head. Right, it hasn't scarred okay. him. Good. That is Good. hilarious. I think I would die if, if when I was a kid and I walked into I my mom or something. That would have killed time. me. Do you do? Check the locks. Check the locks. Oh, you check the locks. Yeah, that's really, really smart. Um, Do you guys believe in soulmates? I feel like you guys do because you both have really good guys. I do. I believe in soulmates. I believe in soul contracts. And by soul contract, I mean if you were married or had a baby with someone that you're no longer with, but that Mm. person is going to be remained in your life because you share a child. That is a soul contract. We're not together, but we're in each other's lives. So I found the higher yeah. purpose for that, mm. thinking soul contract that helped me not want to strangle them. I feel like, so, you see, I'm on the other end. I feel sometimes we, we we buy into the soulmates and we're looking for this one. And there's so many people that we're compatible with, you know? So sometimes we edge out these great people because we're like, ah, I don't know. I don't know if you're, no, you're that soulmate that we see on romantic comedies, you right. know? So sometimes right. we over-romanticize what relationships should be. Yeah. Well, Cassandra, didn't you manifest? I did. Okay. <laughs> I did. I what did. What specifically did you do? Because what if you manifest the wrong guy? Then Ooh. what? Oh, hallelujah. So, yes. Yeah, so there's there's many layers to this. But oftentimes what I, I find, especially with my clients, which are mainly women over 40, is like they know what they don't want. Right? So, listen. Hell I could, yeah. I could tell you all the things that I don't <laughs> want. I don't want this one, this one, this one. But what do you want? So that's really what the love vision board is. It's really going into what you want, but not the six foot two washboard abs credit score, but more of how do you want to feel? What's wrong with that? What's, what's how wrong do you want to feel? How do you want to feel in the right relationships? Oh. We, we we get focused on all the, the checklist things, but how many times have you that's been right. with a, a good guy on paper and then in reality, he wasn't the right guy for you, right? My whole life. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that is 100% accurate. Yeah. And, and that's the secret of law of attraction and manifestation. Yes. It's the mm-hmm. feeling. It's connecting that. Mm-hmm. The feel. Because if you can be like tall, dark, and handsome, yeah. but your connection was, I want peace, happiness, and loyalty, but he shows up as a blonde-haired, you know, guy from... You're like, that doesn't match. Yes, it does. Because you want, you ask, the universe is going, I only speak in vibrations. Yeah. I only speak in frequency. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So, okay. So you meet your soulmate mm. and he's the one. Mm-hmm. I always felt like if you have to go to therapy in the beginning, it's not a good thing. That's not true. Am I wrong with that? Or can you You're do wrong. Am I? Tell me. I'm a big believer in therapy. So when Donnie and I first met, I said, let's go to therapy before we have any problems. Six, eight months. Wow. And I said, and and we went to the therapist's office and they're like, what's wrong? We're like, nothing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) But we want tools that we can both hear 
So when we do have a trigger or a bump, we both are on that same level of knowing what those are so we can utilize them. And it's been wonderful. It's the first time I ever did that in a relationship and it's been a blessing. I like that, Jenny. How about that? But how about you found a man that was open to that? (laughs) Right? So I'll tell you that when Andy and I first started dating, we were three months in, I convinced him that I was doing research and I dragged him to a marriage conference. Genius. (laughs) To help me take notes. And what we learned together at that conference changed the trajectory of our relationship. So even if it's not therapy, what can you do that can help you both in learning how to be better in relationship is good. Yeah, you're setting up the foundation, a healthy foundation. I love that. Any tips for me? Speaking of, you work with women over 40. Oh, snap. Come on now. Well, well, one is, are you clear? Are you really clear about what it is that you want? Absolutely. How you want to feel in that relationship. I got to work on the feeling. And then it's also looking back at maybe what have been some of the themes in your relationships? Because I realize we don't take the time to analyze what has been the the roadway, the track, you know? Because sometimes there's a lot of signs in there. That we're not yeah, paying attention no, absolutely. to. absolutely. I feel like when I leave a relationship or it fizzles out, it's like a sandwich. Mm. So the next time I'm making that sandwich, I may take out the cheese. Okay. Yeah. I may take out the lettuce. <laughs> I would Sometimes always do I'm the opposite. Just the bread. Yeah. What I do would, you do? I would do the opposite, which is this is a not healthy, but I would be <laughs> like, I'm going to, I want a really funny guy. I want someone that makes me laugh. Yeah. I get the super funny guy, makes me laugh, and he's horrible. In every other department. Oh, no. So then I, oh, the no. next time around, I go, I don't want a funny guy. They're crazy. <laughs> right, right, right. I want a quiet guy that wants to stay home and nuzzle and just watch TV and be aye, with aye, me. Aye. And then I get the guy that never wants to go out. So right. you can't go opposite, 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 opposite. Mm-hmm, right. I think the key is what you talked about is that, you know, that feeling. That feeling. Feeling. And let feeling. the universe take care of the rest. And then yes, looking at that, absolutely. you're the common denominator. So it's also, you know, what has been your part in each of the relationships. Absolutely. And then how did you choose them in the first place? <gasps> I think about that all the time. Like, I'm the one that chose them. I brought them in. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the feeling before of what you were seeking or feeling or that brought them? No, in? I wasn't that in tune. Okay. <laughs> this is a new, this is a new and improved. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 2.0 Garcelle. <laughs> Jenny, I want to ask you, would you and Donnie ever do another reality show? I, I can't, I never say never is what I've mm-hmm. learned in this business, but we have no desire for it. I mean, we did it. Yeah. And my son quit on the first day of the third season. Oh, he's, no, he's like, I'm going through puberty. You think I'm going to do this? <laughs> I hope my kids never hear this story. Oh, I was no. like, all right, let's just get through this third season and then we'll tap out. And, you know, it's like Donnie does blue bloods. I'm doing my thing. So yeah. there's not really a need for it right now. No. But who knows? Maybe when we're a little older, we're like, hey, let's have some fun. Yeah. Did anything not work? Like, I'm always afraid that when you do reality as a couple, you usually end up not together at the Mm. end. What held you guys? You know, when we were interviewed being asked about that, Donnie's like, reality shows don't break up couples. Couples break up couples. Uh, He's also smart. He's a good man. He is. And it's really about the foundation. You know, if you don't have a solid foundation and you're diving into reality TV, Forget about they it. They press buttons. Yes. It does. It brings up everything, everything. Because then it's like not just 
you embarrass me at a party, you embarrass me in front of the world. Yeah. Right. So there's a much right. more pressure and mm-hmm. uh, too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too much. Cassandra, would you and Andy do one? So we've been interviewed twice so far. And in both of them, I could just see how the producers would ask these questions. I'm like, dang, I'm trying to press some buttons over here. <laughs> so it would have to be the right, it would have to be the right situation. But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling you, Jen. You got to be strong. You do. You do. <laughs> you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. So you guys have been, you know, together six years. I mean, both yeah. of you, six year anniversary, which is amazing and wonderful. And mm-hmm. I celebrate you guys for that. How has your marriage evolved from the first year to the sixth year? And are you afraid of the seven-year itch? You want to go first? Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so for me, how it's evolved (laughs) is just getting to know each other better. You know, learning and understanding. I realized to have a good marriage, you have to become a student of your spouse, right? So understanding Mm. what makes him excited, what gets him to take, what he needs. You know, for me, he needs a cheerleader. You know, the whole love languages deal, right? So he needs those words of affirmation. So for me, it's just been learning to understand who he is as a man and what he Mm. needs from me as his woman, you know? And in terms of the itch, I'm just like, wow, six years, you know? So it feels good. It's like, oh. So it's really not timeline. It's more of like, are you being a steward of your relationship? Have you grown in the six years? Yeah, definitely grown. As a a business person, I became a mom, you know? So all, all of the things, you know, I would definitely say I'm a different woman than I was. Jenny, what about you? How has your marriage evolved? Starting off by saying, let's use tools to help you know, build a relationship. Mm-hmm. And no doubt, hands down, being able to have my partner be a true partner in every sense of the word, which is we do this thing called we, where we hold the light. Mm-hmm. And that is that? if we're both triggered in an argument, we do our absolute best for one of us to stay awake. Mm-hmm. And that is to hold the light. It's to hold the space. Mm-hmm. It's to be non-reactive, to listen to even if you think wow. you're right, it's this it's this like fireball energetic moment that you're no one's going to win if the two are going at it. So right. we will take turns within a bump or something to recognize like for, if I'm PMSing, he mm-hmm. knows I cannot hold the light. <laughs> Can't hold the thing. So he will hold the light. And then what we do is once that energy kind of calms down, whether that's an hour later or whatever, we sit back down and we have a civilized conversation to get over that bump. So those tools have been amazing. And also learning to recognize in the beginning when we're using an old relationship, Mm. memory and transferring it into (gasps) this one. That's amazing. I mean, I can give you a perfect example of one. In the beginning of the relationship, like I would be on my phone and social media or whatever, and he'd walk in and I'd put my phone down and be like, hey, what's up? Whereas he'd be like, okay, she's putting her phone down quickly. Mm. You know, he was with people that maybe weren't faithful to him. So Mm. he was immediately triggered. Mm -hmm. Now, this isn't our first few, you know, six months of the relationship or something. And so it kept happening until finally he was like, is something going on? Because every time I walk in a room, you put your phone down and I'm like, I'm just on social media. I'm on Twitter. And it was in that moment when I realized I should probably share my last experiences with him because I was with someone that would I would consider abusive, mm-hmm. that would literally blow their lid 
if I was on social media, if I was on my wow. phone past wow. 8 p.m. Wow. Just because this person wanted my undivided attention. I've never yeah. cheated on anyone in my life. Really? Like, never, ever. Wow. I'm, I'm, unfortunately for my past, Beautiful. was monogamous. I wish I was a player. I, wow. <laughs> but, I, but when I shared with him the stories of what had happened to me, the compassion, his heart opened up and was like, mm. oh my God, no wonder why you, that was so traumatic. And you look so fearful every time oh. because I had, you know, shit thrown at my head. I mean, this was oh like my God. bad, bad, bad. So then when he shared with me while he is insecure, right? because he had past people do that, the coming to minds in our hearts, wow. that's how we've been able to grow is by like, if something from the past was bringing us in our current relationship, we need to examine it, unpack it, and then we can have the compassion and understand This it. is unbelievable. It is so grown up. It is so healthy. You know what the word I was looking for? Projecting. Mm, we all know that. Projecting. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Projecting, projecting what you're feeling. Right. We do it. Right, right, right. All the time. What about sex? How are you guys keeping it spicy six years in? Well, it's easy when you're sleeping with Donnie Wahlberg. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I don't even know, but I'm assuming yes. <laughs> I mean, I've had some people in the past where I'm like, if this is a lifetime, it's going to be a struggle. Oh, snap. <laughs> It's gonna be a long but with life. him, I would tell him all the time. I'm like, oh my god, this is this is what I get forever. Like, Aww. it's so good. Like everything. Usually, there's something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I'd be honest. It's like hundred percent. What? <laughs> now, does he look at you and go, "How did I land I this chair?" I don't know. I hope so. But you oh, know, come on. he could still have anybody he, he wants. But I think we're just. We're, it does help being older. I will say that. It does For help. Sure. You know, sure. where the emotional connection is so much more than the multiple people connection. Or You know mm, what I mean? So yeah. I think that that's, that really helps is when you can bond sexually, emotionally, lovingly. Right. So then you wouldn't bring a third person in? Hell no. <laughs> okay. She's not Sharon. <laughs> Ain't no Sharon. <laughs> she, would, she didn't even hesitate. <laughs> I don't blame you, girl. I don't I blame you. I love it. I love uh -uh. it. Cassandra, would you ever? Nah, uh, uh me and Andy, that's it, baby. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, really? I, I interviewed too many people that, yeah. and I have too many friends that mm -hmm. they do get that little itch, mm -hmm. yeah. and they'll invite someone in, and it always ends in disaster. And I really yeah. feel like somebody's jealous. Yeah, and and including sex and any other things when you're looking externally. Yeah. somewhere else to try yeah. to fix something, Yeah, it, it's, it's, you're not doing it the right way. So it is a matter of, and let me just tell you something, it's, it's not a fairy tale just because it is, you have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. So I will find right. new reasons to fall in love with my husband. I'll notice a new freckle and I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that was there. So, Jenny, oh you guys oh my god. So you have to do that work. You have to do that work. So I'll remind him or he'll talk to me about the first time we met and those feelings and keeping it hot that way helps. Yeah. What about role playing? Do you feel like you have to tell a guy I'm about to role play so he knows? Nah. Like, nah. 
to role play? No, I'm yeah, like I'm about to role feast. play now. <laughs> like you need to announce it. I don't think I've no. ever role played. Isn't that weird? Jenny McCarthy, when I look at you and I see you, I think sex on a stick. I think you're doing all kinds of. <laughs> you're swinging from the chandelier with like. I mean, we do have whipped a cream on you. Don't I'm thinking get me wrong. all kinds of things. Is that just my That's fantasy so of you? No, I mean I'm a Scorpio, so our leading trait is is sexual. Mm. So you know we do have a lot in that area. I mean, for instance, we have a sauna in our house nice. that I transformed into our own sex dungeon. Ooh. I love that. It la, was an la, empty la. space. And I'm like, I, I shouldn't really call it a dungeon, but it's funny to say that. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I need like a soundproof, naughty room <sighs> that I can go inside and I won't be heard and I can feel naughty because... When you go from mom or wife and oh, expect yes. to switch over, I Girl. can't. So that's all I had to say. Literally the next week, he had people coming over here, putting the mirrors up I wanted on the ceiling, Yikes. cushion floors. I mean, it looks like... Oh, it's, so it's not a sauna anymore. It gets hot in yeah. other ways. <laughs> we took all that out and we just nice. padded it and have mirrors and lights. And it's got a combination doo, 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 lock on it <laughs> so no one can get in that. Oh, you don't want the kids in it. No. No, the, the kids aren't going they in They don't now. know the combination. That's what's so great. They're like, what is in this room? We're like, tax papers. <laughs> That's what's in there. They'll never tax go papers. there. They will never go in there. You're with a hot guy. You're with a hot guy. Are you jealous? Are you the jealous type? Because I'm a little jealous. Not at all. No. So I call, I call him out, you know, sometimes. We went to his 20th uh, high school anniversary, and this one chick kept touching his chest. She touched him three times. Mind you, I was seven months pregnant. I said, if this oh. girl touches you one more time, it's going to be me and her. He's like, babe, <laughs> who are you talking about? I'm like, you know, you know, Miss Missy over there. <laughs> I mean, if you're pregnant, heck, yeah, you're going to be yeah. like... You wouldn't Hormones you know, guy to leave the house. <laughs> right. right. But it turns out they did have something back in middle school. I said, oh. see, the woman's intuition. We do know. We That's do know. right. That's right. So the blockheads don't get you crazy? No. You know what? Again, if you would ask me this 20 years ago, mm -hmm. that would have been my second best trait besides sexual. It's mm. jealousy. That's Scorpio, right. sexual mm -hmm. and jealousy. Uh -huh. But... I've done so much work on myself and mm -hmm. I've learned to come to this place of loving myself so much mm -hmm. that I connect to like, if he doesn't see that, that is his loss. Yeah. Oh, so yes, I just girl. always stood in my confidence and my love and I see him spread love and he receives it. And it's a beautiful thing as long as his penis always goes into my vagina. Hey, yes. That's get it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. One thing I realize is that men, you know, it doesn't matter if you're sexy. It doesn't matter if you serve them every day. If they're going to cheat, they're going to cheat. You know, so right. to me, it's like, what's the point of being jealous and trying to hold somebody down? Right. So that's right. Just be oh, in you love guys with are you so are. elevated. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, we're going to get into a little bit of a nightcap. I'm going to ask you some have you ever questions. Have you ever watched someone else have sex? I'm sure I have. Like on television? <laughs> Not like in no, person. on television. No. In person, at a beach, at a hotel or whatever. You know, I, I was a Playboy Playmate back in 1993. It sounds like I'm saying 1803. That's how long ago it feels. <laughs> Listen, do you ever do like 
when you're putting in your birthday, your birthday year on yes. one of those things and you got to spin it. You got to spin it like forever. a wheel of fortune. <laughs> it's insane. I hate it. I hate it. But I do recall back at the mansion days, of course, yeah. how could I not? It was like, oh yeah. my God, look at that. <laughs> so that's my guilty yes. That's amazing. So, you know, I did Playboy. We were trying to get pregnant, couldn't get pregnant. They had come to me, the years passed. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm so down on my body because I was so frustrated but not being able to get pregnant with the boys that they came around. And I was like, you know what? I need to embrace my body Mm -hmm. and love my body for I've already had a child and just be in a better mindset. Beautiful. So I decided to do Playboy, which my husband at the time was not into, but I did it anyway. And I had estrogen patches on my stomach that they had to airbrush out because we were still trying to get pregnant. (laughs) That's amazing, though. I got pregnant that year. So it actually, there was something to it. Mm. But we have that in common. I mean, I wasn't a Playboy playmate. But I was. I mean, know. I posed again after I oh, had I my son. So they airbrushed that C-section smiley face right off my stomach. <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. Have you ever had sex in public, you two? Yes. I'm pretty sure I have. And I say it was this foggy memory because <laughs> if those things happen, I'm usually pretty drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, Cassandra, I'm surprised. Oh, okay, maybe. I need to know. <laughs> this, is, this is pre-situations, you know. <laughs> Back you, in the day, you know, I think it was in a tree, actually. Talk about adventurous. Tree. Yeah, tree outside. Yeah, I'm Jamaican, nice. you know. Got to do something different. I love it. <laughs> How about one night stand? Yes. Yeah. It's terrible, yes, though. It's yeah. bad. Oh, it's terrible. Really bad. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely had to change my ways <laughs> after that one. <laughs> How about inappropriately sent the wrong person a text? You did a text maybe for your man, maybe to show a friend, but you sent it to someone else. I believe I did this because this, I remember I said this on Wendy Williams and I didn't think it was going to make major news and it was everywhere. But I sent an, a nude to Evan's dentist. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Why the dentist? He had like an people. abscess on his tooth. And so the yeah. doctor's like, send a picture. <laughs> and I send that along with. <laughs> a little extra for you. <laughs> a little extra. I mean, that's the only good thing about coming from Playboy. I'm like, I got to yeah. believe everyone see it or has the capability. So can't cry that much. <laughs> I once, my in-laws, who I love, but I was just having a bad day. And I think maybe it was recent, like right after the divorce, they were coming over. And I thought I was sending a text to my older son, Oliver. And I'm like, hey, can you come over? Mike's parents are coming over and I really don't want to deal with them. And I sent it to Mike. Oh, (laughs) snap. Luckily for me, he was like, I don't want to deal with them either. Thank God. So, thank you, God. No, I've been um, good. I've double-checked all my text messages. I wish there was a thing that if you just sent it, you had like five seconds to bring totally. it back. That I would agree. be amazing. How about have you ever given a lap dance? Yeah. Yeah, not thank very you. well, but... <laughs> a comedic lap dance, Jenny? <laughs> Kirk Douglas on the set of uh, Diamonds was a movie I did way back in the day. And he was obviously... He was so old, but it was his birthday. So I was like, fuck it. And just <laughs> gave, him a, gave him a lap dance on the wheelchair. Oh 
Oh, oh man. He was in a wheelchair, Jenny. It was our wedding night. We did a whole lap dance. Now, now mind you, it was kind of weird with my dad and my mom going, yeah, yeah. No, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> and our wedding reception, I was like, this is a little strange. That's, that's not very good. funny, though. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> you guys, this is my favorite part of the uh, podcast, when you get to highlight someone who made you laugh, who made you smile, who inspired you, and we call it, who do you want to go to bed with? So I'd like to know, who do you want to go to bed with, Cassandra? Felicia Hatcher-Pearson, she has co-founded the Center of Black Innovation. So she's helping Black folks get opportunity and money when it comes to technology. So yeah, that's why I want to go to bed with. Awesome. Jenny? Believe it or not, I would I would love to go to bed with Oprah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I got a chance to work with her for five years. I was under a development deal mm-hmm. with her. And she inspired me so much, not only then, but since mm-hmm. I was younger. I come from mm-hmm. Chicago when she was local. She was doing her right. local talk nice. show. So when I was a little girl, I used to set up chairs and pretend to be her in my basement and interview neighbors and have people come Aww. down to my Oprah talk show. So she no doubt inspired me, but also her connection to soul and spirit. Yeah. I love that combination. So she's someone that, you know, keeps it, I feel like keeps it real, inspires. Beautiful. So the first time you met her, were you scared? Like, how did you feel? Like, what did you do? What was the day like? Terrified, because I don't do well with people that, uh, like, I consider, like, heroes. Mm -hmm. But I was a guest on her show for my book. But I was also going on with an important topic, which was autism, and I was coming Mm. out. So I was, like, I was battling those nerves along with meeting her at the same time. So it kind of got dampered down. But -hmm. inside, I was like, oh, my God, it's Oprah. She's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, I chose to go to bed with Ben Crump. Ben Crump is the civil attorney. He's represented George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. And I just feel like Mm. he's holding it down for us. You know what I mean? He's so eloquent in things he says. And I love the way that he stands up without being you know, too much, too loud. He knows his power and his strength. Mm-hmm. And I love that he just sits back and delivers what he needs to say without any fuss. And to me, that's really cool. Mm, that's so awesome. Really, really cool. Maybe you get them all in one bed together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My God, can My you mind. imagine that bed? Damn, right? that'd be Make so good. Change. That'd be so good. Jenny, where do you want people to know about you? Where they can follow you like they don't already do? I do my SiriusXM radio show every day. I also do The Masked Singer. They can go on. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. My Drink Blondies has come out and available. Vodka. I need some of that. I'm going to ship some to you. Okay. And then, um, you know, just wherever you want. I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. No, and you better not. Cassandra, where can people find you and what do you want them to know? You know I started a podcast, The Coach Cast Show, okay? I love it. And then I'm also on um, Zara and Ziggy. I recently wrote a book that hit number one on Amazon that features a little black princess. I love that. So we're really excited. So you can follow follow me on everything. I'm at Inspire Many to find out more. Is that available now to purchase? Mm Mm-hmm. And I have a matching birthday party set. Yes, she does. She's got the whole thing. Girl, I'm I'm trying to change the world, create representation for our little babies. One princess at a time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, thank you so much for taking the time. We're all busy. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. 
If you enjoy this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The After Party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-executive producers, Janae Copeland and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.